Hey y'all, I'm Hot Girl Farmer and you'll be hearing from me soon. Today, we're slipping in some laughs and having a chat about recent cybersecurity slip-ups, but we understand that these situations are no joke and our hearts go out fully to everyone impacted by these breaches. Now let's get into the podcast. Welcome to The Daily Decrypt, the go-to podcast for all things cybersecurity. Get ready to decrypt the complexities of cyber safety and stay informed. Stand at the frontier of cybersecurity news, where every insight is a key to unlocking the mysteries of the digital domain. Your voyage through the cyber news vortex starts now. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back. Today is February 20th, and we have some exciting news for you today. Instead of my AI girlfriend, I've decided to bring in my real girlfriend who will help me with the new segment called Who's Been Popped? Oh my gosh, they got popped? We're also talking about how generative AI has increased the sophistication of internet scams. Google is in the process of developing a new feature called Private Network Access, which protects against malicious public websites pivoting through your internal network. And new research has discovered that a single DNS packet has the potential to disrupt the entire internet. So stay tuned. All right, so as promised, we are bringing you the second rendition of Who's Been Popped? Oh my gosh, they got popped? But instead of my AI girlfriend, Tina, today I'm going to be bringing in my real-life girlfriend, Hot Girl Farmer, to react to Who's Been Popped. Hi! So a decentralized crypto exchange called Fixed Float confirms $26 million have been stolen in Bitcoin and Ether. Fixed Float got a bit too floaty with their security, huh? (laughs) Yep, the Bitcoin and Ether just floated away. Since February 17th, a number of users have reported frozen transactions and missing funds on the exchange's X page. On-chain data shows that more than 400 Bitcoin worth nearly 5 million were drained on February 18th. There's no clear indication of how the attack was carried out. The exchange team is reportedly investigating the security incident, saying, We confirm that there was indeed a hack and theft of funds. Real thorough of you guys. Popular grape juice juice manufacturer Welch's was hit by a cyber attack. Welch's is in a sticky situation. Hopefully this trend doesn't stick around for long. All right. (laughs) The spokesperson from Massachusetts-based Welch's said on February 16th that a recent system disruption that brought their northeast plant near downtown Erie, Pennsylvania to a halt was actually a cyber attack against the company. It's been a rough week for Minnesota as a cyber attack shuts down access to radiology services at over 100 healthcare facilities there. Talk about a negative image. Yes, this does shine some light on the severity of cyber attacks in the healthcare industry. A battery maker named Varta has been paralyzed by hackers in a cyber attack. Too bad their cybersecurity wasn't as strong as their batteries. Indeed, they're going to need the power of the Duracell man on this investigation. The Varta group was the target of a cyber attack on parts of its IT systems on February 12th. Five production plants and the company's administration were affected. Varta employs around 4,600 people and is targeting annual sales of nearly a billion dollars in 2024. Prudential Financial Incorporated says hackers gained access to its computer systems. Kelly says no. (laughs) I hope their policies are more secure than that. Not only did attackers gain access to some of its IT systems, 
It also gained access to a small number of user accounts associated with employees and contractors. And another healthcare breach. 18 Romanian hospitals have been hit with ransomware. Talk about a sick joke. That is a sick joke. Romanian authorities have reported a devastating ransomware attack on multiple medical facilities. The system became non-functional, making hospital staff unable to access files or databases and forcing patients to wait in emergency rooms. Always makes me so sad to hear about these medical facilities being crippled by cybersecurity attacks. We gotta figure something out about that. But thanks to Hot Girl Farmer for coming on and reacting to the breaches for today. A recent article from HelpNet Security just came out and it sparked my curiosity. It talks about how generative AI has really helped improve the quality of scams online. And so I just wanted to talk about a, a couple things to keep in mind as we're trying to navigate the space where scams take place. So as you all know, fraudsters are using generative AI to generate deep fake content that could include text, could include faces, videos, social media profiles, and really engaging content that was created with the intent to dupe you. It's like having the best writers in the country helping you craft scam content. It's gonna get you. It's designed to get you. And so this is just serving as a reminder that the quality of scams is going up drastically thanks to generative AI. Average consumers are combating this when opening up bank accounts by doing it exclusively in person because the risk there is very high. And by doing this, it doesn't 100% eliminate the vulnerabilities of opening up a bank account online or over the phone, but it does drastically reduce them. This method can be used when getting a new phone from your carrier or swapping your SIM to another phone. It is much less convenient, but it does help drastically reduce the vulnerabilities when doing this type of activity. I'm sure there are more examples out there, but in my life, nothing is more important than my phone or my bank accounts. So find things that are really important to you in your life and make sure that you're confident when you're making adjustments to them. Fraudsters can also create years of history of, of posts made by fake users in the click of a button using generative AI. And what I mean by that is if you're being contacted by an account through Facebook or any other social media, and you look at the account and you see that it was created in the last couple of days, you're more likely to look at it critically and think that it's a fraud. But people are making businesses by having generative AI post on these accounts over years and then selling these accounts to fraudsters to do malicious things with them. So that's very easy to do. It's completely automated. It just takes time. And so you're going to see a, a huge rise in this type of behavior with realistic looking profile pictures, pictures generated by AI over the course of the last couple of years of the these fake identities having seemingly real lives. So moving forward, when someone you don't know contacts you, especially when it's a, a too good to be true opportunity, an investment opportunity, a date, something like that, you can't quite trust the history on their profile anymore. The best advice on this is to just take your time, sleep on every decision that you make, and think critically. Google is in the process of developing a new security feature called Private Network Access, and its aim is to help prevent 
malicious websites from being able to pivot to other devices on your internal network. So let's say, for example, you have a printer in your home network that you can't access from outside of your home network, but from the inside of your home network, if you go to your browser and you type in local.printer, the printer user face might come up. And so sometimes attackers can create invisible forged requests to just try to pivot to another device. So for example, if they did pivot to your printer, they could then live there and grab everything you printed, which might be medical forms, which might be anything like that. So Google is attempting to stop this by blocking any website from being able to reach out to other devices on your home network or internal network of any kind. And what they're planning to do is anytime a website requests access to another device on your home network, Google will send a preliminary request to that device to see if that device explicitly allows connections from the device making the request. If it does explicitly allow that, the request goes through as planned. You probably won't even notice it in the browser. If it does not explicitly allow it, it will be blocked. Now, there will be a transition period where it'll just issue a banner warning saying this website has reached out to this device. It'll allow the connection because there's a potential for conflicts within apps that have been developed specifically to use this type of connection. But eventually, we're going to get to the point where these types of requests will be blocked using Google Chrome. They're still working out a couple bugs in this feature. For example, if you manually refresh the browser while one of these blocks is being taken place, it essentially now looks like it's an internal to an internal connection, as in you initiated this connection. Thus, it's not designed to block those types of connections. Google is hoping to be able to block manual browser refreshes while a block is in place, but that is still under development. And finally, our last story is about the potential for one single DNS packet to take down a majority of the internet. Recent research has identified Keytrap as a design flaw within the DNSSEC or Domain Name System Security Extensions feature, which has been an integral part of DNS for over two decades. DNS, as you might know, translates human-friendly domain names into the numerical IP addresses needed for locating computer services and devices worldwide. DNSSEC adds a layer of security by attaching cryptographic signatures to DNS records, ensuring that the data you receive hasn't been tampered with. So for the non-technical folks out there, most of you are using either Google or Cloudflare or a related service to provide DNS as a service. For example, when you type in www.facebook.com, your browser reaches out to Google and asks, hey, what's the IP address of facebook.com? And then Google says, hey, it's this. So before we get into the technical details of this vulnerability, Google and Cloudflare have already fixed this issue, so you should remain unaffected. Now, if you have manually specified a different DNS server on your router, or if you have an in-house DNS server, keep listening, pay attention, we're going to get into the specifics. The vulnerability lies in how DNSSEC handles cryptographic keys. If an attacker sends a DNS query that includes misconfigured, incorrect, or unsupported cryptographic keys, it can overwhelm the DNS server. It essentially forces the resolver to perform an enormous amount of processing, increasing CPU instructions by up to 2 million times. 
So this can delay responses from the DNS server between 56 seconds to 16 hours, which essentially creates a denial of service. So we're taking essentially our gateway to the internet offline. Thus, we can't access the internet. The internet still exists. You still exist. But the intermediary service that allows you to access the sites you want to access would be frozen up by these requests. So as I mentioned at the beginning, the big providers have already fixed this. So there's not too much worry there. But if you're running your own DNS server, or if you use a different provider for DNS, do some research, see if they've patched this as well. Have a backup DNS server as Google or something like that. This, what's crazy about this is that it's been around for 25 years and we're just now discovering it, which highlights the complexity and fragility of internet security. Hopefully this prompts a reevaluation of DNSSEC's design philosophy to prevent similar vulnerabilities in the future. All right, so that's all we have for you today. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'd love to have your follow on Instagram and be sure to join the conversation. We're posting highlight reels. We're keeping you up to date between news segments on Twitter or X. So send us a tweet, send us an Instagram message. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to you more tomorrow. <laughs>